Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today we are talking about the 1998 Jim Carrey classic, The Truman Show. The Truman Show. 1998, that's crazy to me. I would have never imagined mm-hmm. that it was that early. I thought this was at I, least 2000s yeah. or better. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm the opposite. I thought it came out before 98. Oh, way earlier. Okay. All yeah. Right, yeah. Yep. Uh, either way, uh, that uh, that's uh, your guys' cue to, uh, we, we want you to know what we're talking about, right? So we always recommend if you're listening in, if you've never seen The Truman Show, please stop what you're doing, pause the podcast and go watch it now. We'll give you a few seconds to go do that. And you're back. All right. Now we're all up to speed. Everybody's seen the movie and we can move forward. I had to watch this on um, Pluto TV. I think it was. Oh, it was on Prime, for, but for free. But there are two versions of it. So uh, if you click on the one on the one that isn't like, just keep looking because it is free. <laughs> if it, it says that you have to pay to rent it, it that's not actually true. Because I was okay. like, fuck. I picked this movie based on the fact that we wouldn't have to pay for it. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And pardon my voice. I'm having some throat issues. So oh. I got some, I got some deep throat issues going nice, on. Over here. Nice, nice. But yeah, um, it is free on Amazon prime. Yep. And it's on Pluto too. Uh, you just have to watch commercials, which was yeah. a real bitch for me pulling clips. <sighs> Sorry. Cause when I would get to a clip that I'd be like, Oh dude, I need to pull this clip. And then it would cut to commercial and I'd have to watch like three minutes of Pluto shit. commercials. <laughs> We're back. We're here. We did it. All right. And of course, we don't like to talk about these things by ourselves, uh, you and I, Mandy, because uh, we just fight about stuff all the time. So we need someone else on here to take sides. And today we're very excited to have uh, Grand Rapids area comedian, Mr. Joe Elder is with us, everybody. Hey, guys. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks for being on. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to talk about a 20 year old movie. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Hell yeah. That's what we do. This is our life. That's what we that's what we're about. So, (laughs) yeah, I'm Uh, excited. We always ask everybody, Joe, when they ha- when we have them on, how long had it been since you saw this movie before we forced you to watch it for the podcast? It had legitimately been probably um, like 2005 or 2006. I would have been like a senior in high school the last time I watched the movie. Okay. All so, right. But I remembered it a lot because I did like the movie a lot and I was really into the um, the whole idea of the film already. So when you guys did picked you it, I was like, oh, it- this will be a great refresh. Did you have to watch it in school? Like, did you have like, did you have to watch it for like a. Oh, I, I didn't have to watch it in school, but I was more of a movie guy when I was younger, just because I lived in the middle of nowhere and had nothing else to do. So yeah. going to Rainbow yeah, Video you- for good old VHS was the way to be. <laughs> nice. I was just going to ask Same you, what, what was your uh, video store of choice? But yeah, it sounds like yeah. just a, a local, yeah. like attached to a grocery store had- type of we had one yeah, yeah rainbow video and it was always one copy of everything no matter how famous the movie so like <laughs> mm-hmm. it was just like someone didn't t- take it back you were just fucked that was yep. it that yep. was it's, there's no oh more my gosh like is now retired yeah you I were speaking had, my truth <laughs> in our small hometown mandy and i grew up together we well kind of we went to school together and uh we both lived in a, in a very small town that had its own um video store uh, i think mm. it was next door to a barber shop i think and when it was still alive, but it was called well, Force- Fel- Felposh used yeah. to rent videos. For- Felposh sort of took out the mom and pop version. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> it was uh, he it just was called... bought more than half of them. And right, no. right, yeah. Well, they rent, <laughs> they just rented them and refused to return them, and then they had to go out of business. So it's um, <laughs> it was called Four Star Video. And my uh, my dream was to always work at Four. I loved movies so much as a kid. I was like, when I'm old enough to get a job, I'm going to work at Four Star Video. And then when I got old enough to work, it shut down. So I, I never oh. fulfilled that dream. Um, you, you did work at Felposh, though, for like a day. I did. Didn't you? Yeah. Yep. I worked there for yeah. like one summer for about two months until they made me buy pants. And then I said, fuck yeah. you and left. <laughs> so you had a, but you got a taste of the glory, though. <laughs> right. Just a small taste. I got to see the smiles on the people's faces as they would oh, rent uh, VHS tapes. <laughs> yeah. I do was, love. Oh, go, go ahead, ahead Mandy. You well, no, ahead. I just love when you said, but then they, they made me buy pants and made it sound like you went to work pantsless. <laughs> Without pants, for sure. I did. Yeah. I bought, yeah, I bought. No, no shorts at all. No shorts needed, right? Just straight to, if I have to get anything over this underwear, I'm done. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, uh, yeah, I bought some like khaki shorts and then they got it, apparently a day of the season. They go to all of their baggers or uh, what do they call it? Customer service clerks, I think they called us. Uh, and they said, if you're not wearing pants past this date, you need to go home and you need to get your get pants. And I was like, well, I don't own a pair of khaki pants, so you guys can fuck off. I'm only going to work here for another like two weeks anyway. And that would the money I would have made would have just basically almost paid for the pants. Almost so figured, bought those yeah. beautiful khakis. Right. So, <laughs> so I just said, fuck it. Um, oh, that's beautiful. I like the warning they gave everybody that was shot across the bow. Yep. Yep. For every employee. Yeah. About the so, you know, yeah, rule. there was a memo or something that went up on a bulletin <laughs> <is> board. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're talking about the Truman show. Uh, Mandy, yeah. how long had it been since you saw this movie before we watched it for the podcast? Um, probably only like two or three years. Okay. We, we like this movie a lot. So I think that it was on Netflix probably a couple of years ago when we watched it. Yeah, I was yeah. super surprised that it was not on one of like the big four um, streaming services and stuff that uh, because I know we did watch it um, for free at some point on like Netflix or something. So um, for me, it's been, yeah, less than five years. It's been since I saw this movie. So. Did you have to watch this in school, Matt? I do remember that. No, I, I could see that okay. being the case. I could see it being like a philosophical sort of uh yeah. debate type of like a sociology type situation maybe i think i had to watch it in two classes and they must have both been in college so okay. i think i one was an english class and one was a film class so which makes sense yeah nice but i wondered i was like did we have to watch this in high school and i'm just thinking it's college but anyway yeah but and, i mean i had i've written so much shit about this movie <laughs> like <laughs> sure at All least right, well, tried to make it sound like I knew what was going on. Speaking of writing shit about a movie, uh, we right? should probably hop right in. Look at that segue. Yeah. Uh, we'll do our first <laughs> little segment here. It's a uh, little activity we like to do with all the guests. Mandy and I have included ourselves in the most recent episodes, and it has a theme song that goes like this. Chop this, chop this synopsis. All right. It is time for us to play chop this synopsis. And what that means is we are going to take the full movie of The Truman Show and condense it down to 10 words or less. So we're going to chop that synopsis down to 10 words or less. We've all been given the task. Who wants to go first? Does anybody want to volunteer? I'll take it. Sure. All right. Joe, go, give, Joe. Us, give us your 10 word synopsis of the Truman show. All right. 10 word synopsis. Unwitting man makes reality TV better than it actually is. <laughs> nice. Ooh, That's it. Well yeah. done. I like Thank it. you. I'd Thank watch you. that. I'd watch it for sure. Uh, <laughs> Mandy, you want to go or do you want me to? I've got two of them. Um, I'll go. Yours are always really good. Well, I can, the, I can, edit. let's bounce back and forth. I'll okay. do one. You do one and then I'll do one. Okay. okay here we go. <laughs> um, my first one is, uh, child trafficking, kidnapping, prostitution, <laughs> and capitalism with Jim Carrey. 
And that's mm-hmm. that's my first one. Amazing. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, there you go. And that, another, that's also the tagline for Ace Ventura. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> yeah, both of them. Yeah. Uh, and Mandy, go ahead with yours. Um, I have a deceived man finds the truth. How will it end? Because you know, like, how Ooh, will it end? a spooky angle kind yeah, of. Yeah. situation. Yeah. yeah, for sure. This movie Well, is... it's from the button. It's yeah. from the button that yeah. she has. Um, this movie with the right soundtrack like with a different soundtrack could get real dark real fast like i have so much to say about that but first i want to hear your last this is my my second synopsis uh 30 years of reality tv so boring the star leaves town (laughs) (laughs) i love it i just can't, can't even imagine watching someone's mundane activities like forever like all the time and that's i feel like no one would I mean, it would be a novelty at first, right? You'd start, especially. I don't even know what would be a better time period to watch that happen, like during the during watch, the. Oh, I think that up. that would. Oh, can you hear me? I did just for a second. You cut out during what? Oh, during quarantine, I feel like this would make you feel like you were like living with someone. Like it would give you some kind of like, you know, human interaction almost. But guess, even though you yeah. can interact back, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like a it's like a fans only for now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny because it seemed like a, a dystopian view of what reality TV was going to be because it's the 90s. So like Time Magazine back then was thinking that you'd have like some robot in your house that would do chores for you by now. And yeah. it's it's like their guess at what reality TV would be. And funny enough, ours the truth is actually more dystopian than, yeah. than kidnapping a guy for one guy for the whole life. It's oh my a God, whole so army true. of people being that way. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Um. Well. Uh. So yeah. What I have down here for like like the kidnapping. Obviously, he was not. You know, he was just uh, an orphan child that got forced into this. But like legit, his wife is. They're just paying her to have sex with this guy, right? Like yes, one hundred percent. How crazy! It's like a uh, sanctioned prostitution on uh, television. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Very strange. Yes. But uh, you know, not, um, not not that I'm against it. You know, you do you. You got to make money somehow. But you'd think that they would be making a just fucking boatload of money, right? Like right. the whole That's cast true. of this show should be making so much money because uh, it, it's got to be. I mean, But where gotta, would you spend it? You live yeah. in freaking in the dome or whatever. Yeah. And you've got to pretend to be. Okay. Would you, would this have been a better movie if their lives were more impressive or less, you know, or like normal, like that's what I'm wondering. Mm. Well, on that note, let me tell you what the original script was supposed oh, to be. Good. About. Okay. Okay, Ooh, so the, the, I know, right? The original script was supposed to be way darker. Um, the difference is um, the city was not supposed to be a utopian society, but there it was supposed to be like staged criminal events to see how mm. Truman reacted. Right, that's what um, I want to see for sure. Like yeah. I want to put him into weird situations and see how he gets himself out of it. Well, yeah. it, uh, it, uh, that depicts rape and, wit- and oh, wow. Truman witnesses it and he Yikes. doesn't do anything to like help the person. And so when he's gone, the actors are and actresses are like, oh, my gosh, like, how could he like not help anybody? Um, wow. Also, it states clearly that Truman makes love to his wife. Um, Christoph's intention for Truman um, is to have Marilyn impregnated and that the child would carry on the show. We kind of know that um, there were more clues to help Truman realize the truth. The scene where Truman confronts Meryl is far more aggressive um finally and the most importantly after truman passes the door he meets Kristoff um at, on the rooftop and while um and it, it ends um sorry and the encounter at the rooftop in which the script and the actors stare at him sheepishly but truman in his rage 
attacks Kristoff and tries to strangle him, but the rest of the actors hold him back. And then he's finally reunited with Sylvia, which okay. I don't wow. think that that's the ended where he just like walks through the door and you just assume that everything's good. Although I do think that there is some need for justice. Like I feel like Kristoff yes. needs to get his ass kicked. So <laughs> yeah, he's a, yeah, well, he's a sadistic man. But for sure. Very. Yeah. For sure. but he, I feel like that's how you have to be in that in like a, like producing shows and like Hollywood and stuff, you have to just be incredibly aggressive and don't care what the consequences are. And hopefully, course. you know, hopefully something hits like this did apparently. And uh, everyone watches it, I guess. Yeah. But, um, do you have a, can I pause you there, Manny, and play just a clip yeah. of Christoph here? Abs- Let's absolutely. hear from, from him real quick. We become bored with watching actors give us phony emotions. We're tired of pyrotechnics and special effects. While the world he inhabits is, in some respects, counterfeit, there's nothing fake about Truman himself. No scripts, no cue cards. It isn't always Shakespeare, but it's genuine. All right. So oh, that was Mr. Ed Harris right there. Yeah. For sure. Dirty sexy Eddie. old, yeah, sexy older man, <laughs> I must have to say. Not in this movie because he's portraying a really old guy, but. Yeah. Yeah. In other yeah. movies, he's he's got hot stuff. I think it's the hat. That's what does yeah, it for me. The I hat really and the glasses. <laughs> I really liked him in Enemy at the Gates. I thought he was really hot in that one. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, yeah, I like like the abyss and the rock. He's super hot in the rock. Yeah, um he's also kind of an asshole in that too. Yeah, he's not friendly in the rock. Either. No, he's a misguided, no. misguided man in most of the stuff. Yeah, yeah. he's been typecast this whole time. I didn't even know oh, it. Oh, he's in he's in the movie yeah. Milk Money, which we're gonna do eventually, yeah, which is super real, cute. That's a real sweet one, yeah, for sure. I, I do want to go back and say though, Mandy, that that first script is a far cry from just stabbing a cloud with a boat on your way out. <laughs> uh yeah. Like they, they did kind of church it up quite a bit, didn't they? <laughs> well, and like I mean, how like you'd be losing your mind. Like I would have stabbed Meryl. Oh. I mean, for one thing, the constant advertisements would have pissed me off way before that. Oh point. my god, that was. Yeah. You have a clip of them? I do. Let's see. Uh, it, yeah, I've yeah. Got it Labeled as product placement here. <laughs> Look what I got free at the checkout. It's a chef's pal. It's a dicer, grater, peeler, all in one. Never need sharpening, dishwasher safe. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> He's like, why, why are you telling me this? I love, I love, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I love the imagery of him. Clips. I love the imagery too of him saying that and his he's just ass up like his yeah they, they were really playing with a lot of cutscene stuff there too but I didn't really even realize or understand product placement until I was in college taking a marketing class oh sure mm-hmm. so when I watched it I hadn't watched it since then so I didn't realize like when the twins push him up against the wall and it has the logo <laughs> on the back I didn't realize any of that until um afterwards yeah. so it was kind of like rewatching the movie in a lot of ways for sure for sure. The biggest one, uh, the biggest one for me, the movie with like product placement that was huge, that really made me recognize it was Back to the Future. When uh, uh, like when he's with wrote, the Pepsi. Uh, yeah, he's just everything is Mountain Dew on the guy's hat when he's driving mm-hmm. the Jeep and then Pepsi on the signs as he walk, And I'm like, all right, somebody's paying for this movie. Like that's that's how they're getting that's how <laughs> like they're getting a, some of this money back. Back then they had the idea of just a guy in a cigar where he's like, we'll hide it in plain sight. So much green on screen. They can't tell Mountain Dew from clouds or from <laughs> trees and That'll get them. That's right. That's uh, right. So more of who's who. Uh, Laura Lenny plays Meryl. Um, N- uh, Noah Emmerich 
plays Marlon. That is a unfortunate looking man, yeah. by the way. It's very <laughs> sad that he looks that way. Um, Natasha uh, Mecklehone. It plays Lauren slash Sylvia. Um, Holland Taylor plays Truman's mother. I absolutely love her. She's mm-hmm. hilarious. Um, and then Paul Giamatti. We haven't mentioned him. He's the very control room director. Un- very underused in this movie. Yeah. I'm a huge yes. Paul Giamatti fan. And I Me was, too. I was like, why are you even in this movie? This yeah. could have been literally anyone else. Uh, I feel like this was before he got like super huge, though. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it should have been uh, what Ron Howard's brother. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's in everything. <laughs> Paul Giamatti is way too talented to be the side guy to Ed Harris in the Truman Show. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, I Although see... when he refuses to to when he's like he's gonna mm. drown himself and he doesn't even care, like the emotion. That's the thing about this movie is the emotions. I don't think when people went to see a Jim Carrey movie after seeing like Liar Liar and all that kind of stuff and Ace Ventura that they would see this kind of performance and i think even siskel and ebert like wrote a written apology saying that he would never have a career after ace ventura because they both thought this movie was fantastic so yeah i wonder so that had to have been calculated then right like he probably was like i've got to do something to pull back against that whole like goofball nonsense i guess well they postponed this movie um, for a couple of reasons, but one of the reasons was because he was filming Cable Guy. Like this is a humongous like another, jump from that. Another incredibly dark movie that could yeah, have been way way darker if they had played it just a few scenes, just a little bit different, and the movie could have gone way south real real fast. Yeah, yeah, it's, for sure. it's basically a stalker movie. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that also involves like kidnapping and prostitution in different parts of the movie. <laughs> Kind of an we're sensing been typecast. Yeah, we're sensing a theme, Jim. We're sensing a theme. <laughs> we have we met Truman in any of the uh, clips, other than the butt, the ass up clip. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, uh, just so we're aware, uh, we've we've spoken about Jim Carrey on multiple occasions and how fucking insane he is. Ah, like, he's know. just a weird, weird dude, mm-hmm. and I feel like this movie is what did it uh, to him. Yeah. Like this was a start of that like inward spiral of like. The world doesn't exist and neither yeah. do neither do we and we're just like the figments of a thought in someone's I mean, it just it's a, he's a weird dude but all right here oh yeah go. here's some here's some truman good morning morning good morning oh and in case i don't see you good afternoon good evening and good night <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> um so according to a 2008 new york times article um there was a report of a number of people they actually named a syndrome after this movie it's called the truman syndrome um or the truman show delusion and a belief that um they were a star in their in an unknown like a reality tv show um they actually in uh there was a detailed account of ohio student suffering for years from the truman show delusion um he climbed the he tried to climb the um the Statue of Liberty, because supposedly his girlfriend was up there, and that was supposed to release him from the show that he was in. Nice. Um, there, there, and there is cool. a documentary called Unreality Star. If you get a chance to watch that, that's about a guy that he like takes performer classes. He like searches through like the house to try to find like cameras and stuff like that. So weird. So yeah. Nice. So this might have been the beginning. If it wasn't the beginning for Jim Carrey's delusions, it most definitely was for a lot of other people. For other people. Yeah. Speaking of searching for cameras, this movie's got some fucking sweet ass camera tech because they have like these hidden cameras everywhere and they're just always on, I guess. Like yeah. 
they lost him for a while and then he gets in a boat and then they're like, oh yeah, just turn on the whole cam on the boat or whatever. And like, how? How is the cam even on? How is it working? Is it solar powered? I don't know what's happening, but amazing battery power right. and battery life on every camera that they have. That's right. Well, I guess and Andy construct- remembers. Yeah. Christoph remembers where all the cameras are, like all <laughs> yeah, the time. It's 2021. One of my best friends is a photographer, and he can't even go through a day of shooting without having to recharge it. And that's just photo. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. These guys are doing some amazing work with button cameras. <laughs> It really upped the uh, the spy cam industry after this movie came out, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did want to mention one other person, uh, and this is mostly just for me and also for Stu, if he happens to listen to this episode. But one of the dudes from um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine uh-huh. is in this movie. He's one of the, uh, I think he plays either Scully or the other guy in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but he uh, he's the guard attendant in this movie. His uh-huh. name is Joel McKinney, and uh, this is him here. Never see anything anyway, though, is... Talking about the sex Turn scenes. Turn the camera and play music and you know, the, the wind blows in and the curtains move and you don't see anything. <laughs> you don't see anything. He's so upset. <laughs> this is a not really a film. This isn't real work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Um, and we we did talk about Lauren already. Um, I do have a clip of Lauren. God, if I'm not careful, I'm going to burn through all these clips like real fast. So uh, <laughs> let's let's hear from oh, we'll hear from Meryl. We've already talked about her, too. Here we go. Well, for me, there is no there is no difference between a private life and a public life. My, my life is my life is the Truman Show. The Truman Show is a lifestyle. It's a noble life. It is a truly blessed life. She wants to stay. It's a fucking crazy life. Yeah. Like this is yeah. All right. My question based on that uh, clip, then how much money, let's say you had to be part of a Truman show type situation, but you were in on it, right? So you're one of the cast members. You're just like her. You're just like Meryl. You're just like Marlon. Uh, how, lo- how much money would it take for you to do that? Uh, even say for like, I don't know, five years, even like, I'm, we're not saying a whole lifetime commitment. Like these people are apparently dealing with. But like, what kind of cash are we looking at? I'm just curious to know what their cash payout would have been at the end of this show. Mm. I think I would have gone, if I would say I'd take a five-year contract, it'd have to be in at least $10 million. And I'd have to know that I can, I'd have to have a really good setup of food on the outside where I have to chill and wait just on the other side when I get called in. Like all all I can think of in this show is being Marlon and being the guy where you just got done walking around with a six pack to meet him up all the time. Yeah. And you just sit down, you eat half a donut and they're like, call him in. He's damn near killed his wife. You got to go way back in flying through the streets. You little dodge. Like, yeah, it got to be millions of dollars for me. I would think so. Right. That's what I assume. These guys are going to get paid out at the end of this. But if you've got enough money to create a dome that can be seen by outer space, you can probably just, you know, piss away whatever money you've got to, to pay for these people to do the show. So but didn't, sure. so Marlon said he's been at least part of the show since they've been best friends at the age of seven. Correct. I think so. Yeah. He's been in this damn nonsense for at least the last 23 years. Dude, yeah. And that, that was not his decision when he was seven. His parents are raking in that dough. For sure. Yeah. He's Macaulay Culkin. Didn't even know it. <laughs> True story. <laughs> and he got, his whole life. he got pneumonia and missed a month of school. Yeah, that's bullshit. I bet they. Yeah. I bet the the first Marlin sucked ass, and then they're like, "Oh, give him pneumonia, and we're gonna 
bring in the next Marlin, which finding someone as equally ugly as the, I mean, the first Marlin must have been really ugly. They're like, make him pathetically average. Yeah. Yeah. He's a a vending machine guy. Like he can't be. (laughs) And then, and then uh, Truman was like, Hey, where'd you get all those pack marks? Like I didn't, you didn't have those before, (laughs) but you have them now. Crater face. Uh, We're sorry. uh, What's his name? Emrich. What's his last? Uh, Yeah. Noah Emrich. Noah Emrich. He's been in, uh, he was in Beautiful Girls. He was in Frequency, Miracle, mm. uh, Little Children, Super 8. You know, he's he's got a career behind yeah. him. Sure. I'm he's sure he's not, playing, he's not playing the leading man that every woman's swooning for and hoping he gets the girl. I can tell you that it's right now. True. He it's just needs real. the script. Nothing here is fake. Nothing you see on this show is fake. It's merely controlled. There it is. Um, that is fake. Um, and by the way, for me, an answer to that question, no amount of money could Nothing. steal five years of my life. <laughs> no, none. Oh, if I could none. get the paycheck at the end, I, I feel like I could throw five years away. No. Don't five years of your life. Like that is like the one thing you can't get back is your time. Like, yeah. I realize that I drink and smoke, so I'm probably like losing way more than five years of my yeah, life. But, but that's, that's at the, the, that's the that's, end. That's like free will, anyway. Yeah. I feel like yeah. at the end of my life, like I'm gonna be like, hell yeah, I'm super glad I did that because life is cray cray, you know. I, but don't you feel like you'd go you'd go crazier faster if you were Marlon or his wife? Yes. Like, oh yeah, I, that would be harder for me to do than actually being Truman and thinking it's all fake. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and the dedication that they're required, it's, they're fearful. Like it, like they're just constantly in fear of like all of this stuff and, and to portray her, like that would kill me. Like with the constant positivity and the oh, laughing yeah. and the, just how she just like butts herself into his life. And he's like, I don't even really like you, but I guess I'll marry you. Cause I'm really nice. Oh, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, Mandy. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> to carry on under these conditions it's unprofessional <laughs> i feel like this is how what's her face from the shining felt the yeah. o- o- olive oil i can't remember yeah, her name yeah. um shelly Shel- or not shelly yeah shelly uh, um duval yes thank you when because yeah. she like went crazy during the, the filming yeah. of that stanley kubrick like basically like made her nuts Sure. And again, that was just all out of fear. So I guess this is like how it would probably be. Yeah. yeah. I like that he, she has to almost stab him and he almost gets her with that little grater or whatever. Yeah. And that's unprofessional, but she's banging him for money for <laughs> 20 years of her life. Yeah. <laughs> for the no soul- problems. Social contract, you know. Yeah. And for the sole purpose of making a baby to just give back to the show. Like yes. Yeah. Like, you know, when you have a child, you're just going to be releasing it into the same shithole that you've been a part of. Oh, they, so yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. They didn't add this in the movie, but she actually is a Scientologist. So it, act, it makes entire sense. Yeah. yeah. I like, I can't even like you, there is no amount of money that you could pay me to make me pregnant again. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Like <laughs> it's, nice. I mean, your body is, everything is destroyed. Your emotions, your, mm-hmm. my feet, I can't even fit into the shoes that I wore before I was pregnant. I had to buy all new shoes. It's oh. just, it's all shit. So and imagine no having to do product placement with that too. Like yeah. maternity oh. clothes brought to you by Babies <laughs> R Us. Nothing fits around the waist like Babies R Us. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, yeah, That's you, so good. You want to murder somebody. That marketing class you took was real good. <laughs> and you get that sweet uh, shoe sponsorship for every time you get, uh, you size yourself out of a shoe, you know, you bring right. it home, show it yeah. off to Truman. Uh, so the, here is the clip of Lauren. I just wanted to throw this at us real quick here. 
Truman. What do they want? Listen to me. Everybody knows about it. Everybody knows everything you do. They're pretending, Truman. Do you, do you understand? Everybody's pretending. Lord, I, I don't know. No, what... no, no. My, my name's not Lauren. It's Sylvia. My name's Sylvia. Sylvia? Yeah. Lauren, sweetheart. Out again. Hey, wait a minute. Who are you? I'm her father. What? I've never even seen this. Is... We're doing it. Please. Honey, please. Honey, please. Truman, please. And then she, he throws her under the bus I at really the end here. It's like she's a whore. She does it to everybody. You're not the first. All her boyfriends down here. And you won't be the last, I'm sure. Uh, the guy I'm uh, sorry, it's my whore daughter. I gotta get her. We're going to Fiji. Yep. <laughs> so messed crazy. up. It is. I mean, notoriously a, a good place to land if you're just a huge whore. You just want to make sure you make your way to Fiji, and then everything will yeah. be fine. That's where they all go. <laughs> um. So Ed Harris and Jim Carrey never met during the filming of this movie. I thought that was kind of interesting. Oh, that is interesting. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And they oh, never sorry. meet. I mean, well, because they just never meet during the movie either, which makes yeah. more. Yeah, it keeps them disconnected, and yeah, that's fun. I like that. Huh. Um, okay. And then um, the Dennis Hopper was originally supposed to play Kristoff, and he he was on the set for one day. So when they originally, and then either he walked off or they fired him. They 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 don't really know. Um, but so Ed Harris got this job, and he had to start filming four days after he got it. And so I think that he nailed the character personally. Yeah. Um, you know, and he said that he um like his background like in his mind he had he was an abused child so he was really excited to create this like perfect world where he doesn't have to you know worry about anything but then i'm like you fucking killed off his dad where is there no why oh you don't have to be afraid of anything except for i make you afraid of everything and yeah Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I was going to say about this, too, is that social engineering shit that they put him through. Like they just really break his brain and then try to reform him back into a person. And I mm-hmm. I, I don't think they did a good job of that. Like, no, um, no, it's weird too thinking about this back in the late 90s when cameras weren't as prevalent as they are today. But you'd mm-hmm. get a much better chance of being in a Truman Show type scenario now than you would have been back then. And even still, like. I think we I like I'm putting myself in my own Truman show. Like we've got cameras, we've got cameras on the front and side door. We've got a camera over the backyard just to keep track of the kid and the dog and everything back there. And I start looking at this that like my life now from this angle going like man, maybe I ought to maybe I ought to tone some of that down a little bit just to <laughs> let let people do what they normally would do when there weren't cameras watching constantly but mm-hmm. you know, it's weird man. yeah it, it's a full observer effect it's like cctv in britain you know like everywhere anyone goes on every street is publicly seen yeah like yeah and that's just that's normal life for every human being doing it now which is just yeah crazy. well yeah and when you do something fucking stupid everyone just whips their phones out and they're like oh i'm recording i'm i'm right. facebook living this right now like this yeah. is happening yeah all right. Um, I did want to get one last. I have another. Uh, did you have like a list of cameos or anything that you wanted to talk about, Mandy? Uh, no, not really. There, uh, there was one, and I didn't think it was that important. I just have Harry Shearer. Uh, he was the guy who was hosting the show about the show. Um, 
Mm. Oh, yeah. When mm-hmm. they sat down to talk to him, but I just, everyone knows him from like The Simpsons and a bunch of stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. What a week it's been. I don't know about you. I was on pins and needles the entire time. Hello and good evening. I'm your host, Mike Michelson. And welcome Mike to Michelson. Show, our forum for issues growing out of the show. But tonight, something very special indeed a rare and exclusive interview with the show's conceiver and creator. So. Come with us now as we go live to the Lunar Room on the 221st floor of the Omnicam Ecosphere. That's where we'll find the world's greatest televisionary, the designer and architect of the world within a world that is Sea Haven Island, Crystal. All right, yeah, we get it. That's the other thing, too, yeah. is he's so, he like, that was what we had to write our paper on, I believe, is like the God Syndrome or whatever that he has. Mm. Like, he is like the creator and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it was, you know, 15 years ago or whatever when I wrote those papers. But I mean, your whole life would be the show you like when do the like the guy that's on the exercise bike and like you can't get away from it. Like as a a person that works there. Oh, yuck. When you were when you were saying, too, that he had the idea that his character was someone who was abused. So he looks for all those controls. That really Mm -hmm. does a lot more to kind of explain him to me, though. Yeah. His motives were. He he's only avoiding one type of danger, but in in his control, he's making a non-human like yeah. living life without danger, or, or with controlled danger, isn't an actual human experience. Like one hundred percent, yeah. And I do think at the end when he, I, how did he think like at all that he would choose? Like he's not going to leave. He's not going to, you know. Yeah. He, no, and I like when he says, you know, you don't have a cam- you didn't, never had a camera in my head. You know, yeah, yeah, which is a great point. And it makes me think of um, when there's a lot of behavioral scientists that use uh, rats and other animals, but like having lab mice and having them in all those controlled environments and saying this is the behavior of lab mice is actually not true. Yeah, you, yeah. you know, like, yeah, they're not in their natural behavior in any or natural environment in any way. So we're not actually seeing what a what a mouse would do. And in the same way that Truman's things are fa- they're true for him but they're still all controlled. What's that theory that like just observance changes the outcome of anything. Watching something happen changes the way it would have happened. Yeah. And people knowing they're being watched changes their behavior. So when when people know they're being watched doing something, it's just way different. It's, it's like um, people don't have to have an actual recording in a pop bottle return place, but if they have a camera up there, Yep. People will wash their hands more. They'll throw the bag away in the trash. They won't dump the bottles in the in the machine because they just think they're being watched. For sure, there's a whole industry yeah. of just of surveillance cameras that just aren't real. It's yeah. Just, oh, yeah. just a red LED light on the top of a fake camera, and everything yeah. just goes cool again. Um, and it, like those ADT uh, yard signs, like the mm-hmm. my, like this property is protected by ADT. Like, That's oh, enough of a sure deterrent, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Heck yeah. It, it also made me think of, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Stanford prison experiments. Yeah. Yes. But, oh God. Yeah. That got me, it got me thinking of that too, where he's like the director where Christoph is the director and he can't yes. see, he can't even see person. Cause he's just like, no, the whole system is working so well. He doesn't even understand. He's othered himself so far away from the character. Yeah. He That's can't relate the, to him at all, you know? Yes. And the thing too, like he, he took that man away from, um, from Truman, his dad, but he also took Truman's dad's son away from him. Like he raised him yeah. for 10 years, you know, or whatever. And yeah, yeah, it, that, that whole thing is, it's so fucked up. Like yeah, the show. Strange. Yeah. Um, also before we get to the end of this segment, Joe, we always, we, we like to, but I've been forgetting to ask, 
uh, we made you watch this movie, right? Because we said it's one of the movies that shaped our childhood. What if yeah. we had given you the reins? What movie would you have picked if you had to pick a movie that you would say shaped your childhood? Ooh, that's a really good one. Um, one that I know already, but it's it's a hacky one, but it is so true, is I loved Shawshank Redemption Okay, as a kid. That was one of the movies I, I was always into. I liked uh, mostly because of how Andy was a character that played the long game. Like, yeah. I, I loved that in in his um his choosing and timing and things like that like that the nature of that movie is something that i changed how i thought movies could be made for because sure because i awesome. it was always like i before then i was a younger kid so it was like all action movies are terrible ones like you know happy gilmore yeah and, yep. oh and totally i am also um uh, apollo 13's one i love too Nice. Yes, you we've know, done. Have we done Apollo? No, we're waiting for Thanksgiving. Or did yeah. we do Apollo thirteen? No, we were gonna wait. We thought it was a yeah. little too. Yeah. It's it's basically a little too documentary ish for us to be like I to have a lot that. of fun with it, you know. But we'll, yeah, we'll, it's hard to play with. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like a huge one, and we we have done Sean Shaker and I'm sure we did that one with Adam Duggy. Oh, so, that yeah. would be wonderful. Yeah, good choice. And then we <laughs> and we also did uh, the the lowbrow version too. We did Happy Gilmore also. So. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I love Ma. I mean, I I. I watched a lot of comedies back in the day and I also liked um, Farley. I'm a big Chris Farley yeah. fan. My, our family loves him. So like even almost heroes, right? We bad, uh, a great bad movie. You know sure. what I mean? Like yep. it, wonderful, bad movies. Yeah. My, that's I, I, I'm going to sound, <laughs> sound like Stu McAllister, but Farley's crap. Oh, of course. Total, but my, crap. my go-to for years was Tommy boy. That was my favorite movie of great all time. Movie. And it still bounces around in the top 10 for sure. Sure. Um, but all right, uh, we are getting to the end of this uh, segment, so we're going to just go ahead and say we will be right back after these messages. Hey, everybody, it's me, your boy, Stu McAllister. I'm the host of the Elemental Podcast. Please make it your fourth favorite podcast. It's constant swearing, occasionally funny, free episodes every Monday and Thursday, Patreons every other day of the week. You're going to love it. Or maybe you'll just hate it. Either way, listen. Thanks. And we're back. All right. Go uh, do what the ad said to do. Chances are it's probably just Stu for the Elemental Podcast, but please go listen. If you're listening to us and you haven't found your way over to listen to the Elemental Podcast, you're doing it wrong. Go check it out. Uh, it's the greatest of all time. Stu, has been a guest and a, a fill-in co-host on this show several times. So you just a friend too. He's yeah. been the great friend. He loaned me a book, and then I bought his t-shirts. And then I was gonna do a selfie of my daughter and I in the t-shirts, and then she jumped in the pool with hers. So now uh, I have to wash that one. It would have been a weird yeah. wet t-shirt contest. Yeah, on a six-year-old that no she's got like yeah, and she. I mean, not to get weird, but she's like chubby. <laughs> no, it's she's about to chubby. Get weird. I she's feel like chubby. It's <laughs> She's chubby, so she has like kid boobs. Like you know how man boobs, it's like moves, but like mm. fat, like fat girls have like then their children they have tubes. <laughs> so you know, tubes. all right. Uh, has, <laughs> this will exist on the internet for seemingly forever. forever. So sorry, Kate, if you happen to hear this uh, eventually. You're welcome, baby. <laughs> I ha that is not even close to the most embarrassing thing that I've talked about for oh, her on absolutely. here. Absolutely, that is the truth. All right. <laughs> But we, are, we are back. Oh, I'm going to be doing, uh, it'll happen. I think it'll come out after or before this comes out, but I'm going to be a guest on Stu's podcast uh, tomorrow, Thursday. Ooh, so that'll, that'll be fun. I'll make sure yeah. we get our plugs in. 
Boom, boom. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Plug it up. That's what she said. Plug it up. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Mandy. More of that embarrassing stuff for her to listen to later on. Um, We are back. Welcome back, everybody. Um, Just a short little break we had, and now we're back to talking about this show, I guess. We've got games show. We've got games to play. Do we want to jump right into some games? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Sounds good. Let's do it. All right. Let's go crazy. We'll start with, speaking of Stu McAllister, let's go ahead and start with this one. Box office theme song. (laughs) All right. This is the box office game complete with the box office theme song provided by Mr. Stu McAllister. It makes me smile every time. It's so stupid. Uh, It's wonderful. Mandy, take it away. All right. So how much do you think that the budget was for this movie back in 1998? Mm. Well, technically it came out in 98, but like 96, 97 was filming. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to guess... 25 million. Okay. That seems respectable. Very respectable. I was just going to say, that's a respectable guess. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm I'm prices writing it. I'm trying to. I mean, you didn't didn't say 300 million and you didn't say 100,000. So, like, you're actually, like, doing pretty good. (laughs) It's so, it's so fun to get guests that come on that, like, have zero, like, it's just not even in their realm of thought. Like, they're like, I don't know. I guess I could probably make this movie for maybe, like, $150,000 or something. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just give me a couple cameras. Yeah, right. right, right. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that's close. I'm going to, because Jim Carrey was a star at the time. I mean, there was some CGI stuff, but it was real bad. Like anytime they'd show like the dome from outer space. The guy the door and the dome. (laughs) (laughs) It was wonderful. So um, I don't know. I'm going to say like, let's go 30, like 32 million, something like that. 30, 32. Mm. You guys both way under bid. It was 60. Yeah, it was 60 million. Wow. All right. Um, yes. And actually, instead of the standard 20 million dollar paycheck paycheck that um Jim Carrey was expecting, he only took twelve million dollars to be in this movie. And he actually said he was like, I would have paid to oh, to play okay. this character. What so a that's yeah. I know. So that's kind of fun. Um and to go ahead, sorry. I was just gonna say, but he did he didn't though. He yeah. did take the 12 million. He did take it. True. <laughs> True. And also too, and um I didn't want to give this away because it's part of like the box office, but the film was delayed a year, so it didn't have to compete with Titanic. Oh, okay. Um yeah. So and Titanic was actually released technically in ninety-seven, but it was such a huge movie still in nineteen ninety-eight. Like they had to wait until wow. like there was a movie that it could compete with. Yeah. yeah that so movie, that movie just would not go down. Huh? Oh, oh my gosh. Unsinkable, if you yeah, will. If you will. Unlike <laughs> unlike your mom, that movie would not go down. Hey. Or or right. Molly Brown, baby. Wait, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's from when we talked about laugh laughskiball. I just had like PTSD because I dislocated my shoulder. <laughs> During laugh skip ball. When that sound went off, is that (laughs) like, oh my God. (laughs) Anyway, okay, going back to box office, Joe, how much do you think that this movie has made roughly until today worldwide gross? Ooh, I will shoot at 120 million. Okay. Okay, that's very respectful. You're doing a great job. Yes, you are. Thank Um, you. I'm just happy to be here. Out my throat. <laughs> yeah, just just interacting with other humans at this. Point yeah, I don't plus. care if it's digital. I'm just glad I see faces. <laughs> there you go. Um, 
I will say that this movie pulled in uh, because we undercut the budget so mm. bad. I'm going to say this one was at least 200. Uh, yes, Matt is closer. It was 264 million dollars oh, worldwide. Wow, almost three. Yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. God. So to give <laughs> um, that was worldwide. It was 13th in the U.S. And then I have the the movies that can. I'm sorry. <clears throat> the movies that came out in 1998, except for Titanic, which this is crazy. The top grossing movie of 1998 was Titanic, and it came out in 1997. Oh, my God. That's so, <laughs> so stupid. That's awesome. crusher. Just a crushing movie. <laughs> it's so crazy. Okay. So anyways, so I'm going to give you a, just a quick list, starting with number 10. Obviously, you already know number one. But um, so this was 13th. I believe the other two movies. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, the other two movies were dumb, so don't worry about Irrelevant. it. That beat it. That beat it on to the top ten. Yeah. Um, Godzilla, Bugs Life, Rush Hour, Deep Impact, Doctor Doolittle, The Water Boy was number five. What the oh, hell? Yeah. Like that's crazy. Um, there, right? There's something about Mary, Saving Private Ryan, and then my two favorite movies from when I was a kid. Armageddon was number two, and then Titanic nice. was number one. <laughs> oh, wow. So yeah, I saw I saw t- Armageddon. I I. I think I saw Armageddon like 14 times in the theater. Um, wow. Titanic, I saw 17 times it's in the theater. Many, so many the, times. World, the world almost ended 14 times for you as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was more it was about Ben Affleck. It was Ben Affleck. That was pretty much it. Yeah. So him and the hangers um, singing sweet nothings. That's right. If, oh my god. If they had replaced um Noah Emmerich with Ben Affleck, then you'd have been all set with this movie for sure. OMG for <laughs> sure. Um, and the then ador- the adorable candy salesman. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, this actually Deep Impact was number seven, and I saw that mm-hmm. movie I think at least five times in the theater, and that was a Keanu movie, and he mm-hmm. wasn't even like he was like scruffy, like greasy Keanu. But yeah, it was good stuff. Ooh, and then uh, I did want to yeah. mention too, we also, so lately we've been doing a bit of like a live polling situation on Facebook. Uh, mm. So during the break, I posted, uh, we're recording our Truman Show episode right now. And the question to you is how much money would it take for you to knowingly be followed around by cameras every second for a full year? Let's say you get bathroom privacy, but everything else is up for grabs. Uh, what's the price tag for a full year? And we have one answer so far. We've got a couple of likes, but one answer so far by a friend, Brian, who said, I would do it for a million. Can't imagine I'm that interesting to watch. And I don't, yeah. I don't know if I'd do it for that. I don't know if I can. No. Every second of every day on camera. Yeah. I don't know. No. Have to be, I don't How know. long before you just lose your mind entirely? <laughs> I like, mean, that's not even all the cameras are. That wouldn't even cover my court costs to get my kid back after Child Protective Services took her away. That's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> like, <Exactly>. like legit. <laughs> I'd have to um, resort, all right. I'd have to resort to just listening to porn, I guess, in my earbuds. Oh just, my gosh! <laughs> yeah, I'd have to change all the porn I watch. Yeah, right. I don't want people to oh. know what's going on in here. No, yeah. you just have to watch it in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Although. Truman yep. didn't have bathroom privacy. I guess I you have to just do it in the shower. Just put your put your phone in like a Ziploc baggie. <laughs> I'm like, why? To cut to, tell them to just cut to the wind blowing or yeah. whatever they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's let's bring it back. Never see anything anyway. They always turn the camera and play music, and you know, the, the wind blows in and the curtains move, and you don't see anything. <laughs> you know, it's so disappointing. <laughs> yeah, <And> very <laughs> upset. Uh-huh. 
Um, also, I have one more fun fact. Um, the bit, because we're talking about the bathroom, the bit where he does like the true meat, I now declare this land true mania. Yeah. That was all ad libbed by Jim Carrey. Mm, nice. So, and yeah. Yep. So that's fun stuff. That's what, at it's, least that was the only angle they had, uh, I suppose, that we were able to see. <laughs> from the I am so sorry. Was but, just out of the bathroom <sighs> mirror, at least. Yeah. And yeah. I like it. that adds more to him at the end, walking off and saying that one was for free. Yeah, yeah but Meryl is talking to them, you know, if Meryl was walking away from the mirror naked. Well, I guess she knows, though, not to do that. But like yeah. you would have seen like Tata's, you yeah, know, she's like she'd just be being saucy. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, she would. She wouldn't be a prostitute like she is. No, no. <laughs> that's the case. I wonder if everyone else that's in the show is just extra like, um, I don't know. Uh, what's the word that means not uh, naked all the time? Modest? That's the word. Modest. modest yeah. yeah. Everyone's just like extra modest knowing that they are all on the camera the whole time. But mm-hmm. I assume I assume that would affect how Truman grew up too. If everyone else was very private and quiet about that stuff, that he would be um, less likely to do it on camera yeah. as well. I don't know. I'm, uh, what would they be able to do if he ended up being just a complete psychopath and they didn't know right. what to do with it. Just couldn't turn it off. Where like I mean, I thought the, the same thing. Wild, you know, or just like I, an asshole, like just some yeah. person, like just, <laughs> or he's like down in his basement, like plotting shit, and we yes. just have to watch it happen. Like, what do we do? You know, he's the Unabomber, and she's like, oh my god, Truman's a prick, right? Or he's just like just a drunk, and he's just like farting all the time. Like, I mean, that's like I don't want to see. Well, this. oh, but that's what happens in the original script. I don't. I, I um, he was supposed to have a drinking problem. Okay. And uh, so I'm I'm assuming that's kind of where like the constant six packs come in. Yeah. Like it was a way of like manipulating him with alcohol and oh, then okay. but maybe he was a mean drunk, you know. Could be, could be. Yeah. All right, let's move on. So we've finished up the box office. Let's move on to the next game. This one is going to be it's got its own theme song as well, and it goes like this. Let's play Guess the Age. All right, it's time to play Guess the Age. Mandy, take it away. All right, Joe. We're going to start off with the bangers. How old do you think that Jim, well, he was a banger, but you couldn't see it. How old do you think Jim Carrey was when he played Truman Burbank in this in 1998? Ooh, I will go with I 36. Okay. All right, Matt? Uh, in the movie, they claim that he's 30. I would imagine he is probably a little older than that, but I'll say 32. He was 36. Was nice it? Hey, Rasheed well, Wallace, baby. Yeah, but the, I, I do have to say, though, he was 36 when the movie came out, but during filming, he was probably 34. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. They yeah, they fuck my couch every time they delay the movie. I don't know. Like, you just kind of have to assume that. Okay, I'm going to start saying filming during the filming of this movie. That's yeah. where, where it's going to be from now on. There you go. All right. Laura Linney, Joe, how old do you think Laura Linney was who played Meryl? Um, how old was she during the filming of this movie? Ooh, I, I'm probably guessing low cause I thought she looked younger, but I, I think she was like maybe 28 or 29. Okay. I'll give her a, I, to me, she seems older than Truman, but mm. I'm going to still, I'll go right there in that 35, 36 range. Okay. So she was 34 and 98. 34. So she was okay. like 33, 32 ish. Yep. When they were filming. Um, that. Okay, I Jeff, still win oh, that round because I guessed low on a woman's age. So, <laughs> just so you know, I still I true. still win. 
in the hearts of, in the hearts of the listeners you're the winner yep for sure yeah, ladies. sorry um okay how old do you think noah emmerich who played marlin who looks like he is older than shit because he's so fucking ugly he got, it looks like he got hit with a shovel covered with gravel it's so bad and, the, and then he didn't pick the gravel out he just left it in his face yeah. like he fell, he fell asleep on it That's, <laughs> um how how old do you think he was during the filming uh my guess is he was uh early 40s like 44 Ooh, I think, right. I think you're going a little deep with that one. I'm going to say he was, he just looked older. I'm mm. going to say he was like 35. I'll go 35 with him. He was 33 when it came oh, out. So he was like 31, more. 32. Yeah. Wow. Poor yeah. man. Yep. <laughs> I know, right? He's got a, um, definitely has a look about him for sure. He's definitely yeah. a, a character actor. Yes. Um, I guess Sylvia, she's kind of a, a main character. We'll go with her. Natasha Mc. Calhone, I guess is how we say her name. How old do you think Lauren slash Sylvia was during the filming? Mm. That was the cardigan girl yeah. with the weird, the weird yeah. pen. Yeah. Ooh, tw- um, I don't know why I can- I'm going to do it again. I'm going under 30. I had 29. Okay. Matt? She, she did seem kind of a, a younger sort, but I'll say, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll just go 35. She was 29 at the coming out of the movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And okay. And do you guys think she was attractive? Like, do you think that, like, if you I, had to pick between her and Laura Lenny, like, would you go? Which way would you go? I think it has to do with how they filmed the movie and what they were doing with like flirt eyes and like just what yep. we know is being attractive. But I was really attracted to her. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I picked her. For me, I, I think it might be the opposite for me because Laura Linney was a lot more aggressive in the, the film. Was like, <laughs> she was basically yeah. just like, you have to fuck me. Like, stop, <laughs> stop dealing with that other girl. This, it's my time. So. And so you appreciate a good dominatrix. I get yeah, it. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, I need someone to take charge. <laughs> yeah, that, cool. She's like, put a baby in me. Yeah, <laughs> yep. that's yes, awesome. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I, I actually agree. I think Laura Linney is more mm. beautiful, but sure. that is... Because I love her in Love Actually, which ah. is one of my favorite movies, and Matt hates it. We haven't so, done it yet. So bad. It's, this is just a funny bridge, but um, it just as you mentioned it, her in Ozark, I think she's beautiful. And yeah. I, I mean, she's really assertive and aggressive in that, though, too. So, yes. In a different way, but I, I love how she, she was, is in that movie. I forgot or in that she was show. in that, yeah. Yes, yeah. and she's and she's also, do you remember the movie Congo? She was yes. in Congo and she yeah. was really good in that movie too. I just, I just remember um oh what's his name? Uh Curry doing the diamonds. And <laughs> I just the way he, he had to really go crazy with how he's gonna say diamonds in that movie. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, he's also, uh, she's also in right about the time this was filming as well, because you said this filmed a couple years before. Uh in 1996, she was in Primal Fear. Mm-hmm. So just, Another so, good one. Any of you uh, that's a great movie. Lenny Laura Linney fans out there. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, all right. Um, I will do two more guesses. Um, Ed Harris. How old do you think Ed Harris was, Joe? <laughs> no, Jesus. I don't think my 35 is going to fit for that one. <laughs> no, I'm like, God dang. Uh, I'd go f- uh, 42. Okay. Let's go 45. Okay. He was 48 when the movie came uh, out. Dang. So oh, probably- is he, he's not dead, right? He's no. still alive. Oh yeah. No, he's living. And not only that, but he was only 12 years older than Jim Carrey at the time. So they had to make him look older look, with like, I see 
Yeah, because obviously he couldn't be 12 years old and starting, you know, or having a corporation. I so thought that, that was... myself when I was watching this because I was like, he's been doing this for 30 years and he just like, was this yeah. his first gig? And they just gave him like, <laughs> a billion dollars to build a crazy. He was house. old money. Yeah, he had a, the money. It, it was a Chicago Second City experiment that he started like freshman year. Yeah. Yeah. Bring him in. And they just, um, uh, yeah, it spiraled from there. Um, and just because we love him, I will make this a guess instead of just telling you. How old do you think that Paul Giamatti was? Ooh. He played yeah. the control room director. I, they didn't even say Simeon, which, by the way, who names their kid Simeon? Well, a dastardly person, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. Simeon, dick. dick like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Biodome uh, action? Nice. I, I'll shoot at uh, 38. Okay, Matt? Ooh. I don't know. He just seems always kind of middle-aged and frumpy and everything. Yeah. Uh, let's say he, he was pushing 40. Let's go 40. Yeah. Okay. So he was 31 when this movie came <laughs> out. Shit, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> we are sorry. You did Not only did you not get your name said, but everyone thinks that you were like a decade older than yeah. you really are. And I didn't even pull a clip from him either. He was. I was like, oh, I love that he was in this, but he was very underused and I just yeah. didn't even find time to pull a clip. So, so enough, though, if he was 50, <laughs> if he was 50 years old, he, we'd still think he looks 30, though. He's looked the same for 40 years. Well, and you have to think, too, if I mean, this was 20 years ago. So like and so this actually totally floored me. Holland Taylor, who plays Truman's mother. I know you guys probably don't like her as much as I do, but she was 55 in this movie, which means that she's like 77 years old, like yeah. now. And um, that's just totally crazy to me. So you, you love this woman, uh, I'm guessing, from Legally Blonde? Is that where you're you're basing most of that on? Because I'm like, oh, Every, two, she, she plays, yes, she plays the same, basically the same character in like, but she's in everything. Yeah, rich And she's, lady. yes, and she's, but I feel like she steals the show in everything that she's in. Yeah, she like, just is kind of like, like one of those um like i can't think of her name but the chick that plays um this is always the best uh, part of the podcast i know yeah. god i suck the um ali ali may bouvier from um the yeah. grinch yep oh okay okay the, she was in I, um the ref mama uh, mia and yep. she yes i feel like everything that she's in and she's her she totally steals it with her like rich lady arrogance and yeah. i love that i and uh, you should love that too matt because you love gilmore girls <laughs> I, do. I really do her name well, is christine baranski yes baranski. i was okay. like i have to figure this out or thank you that their radio down or whatever <laughs> truman's mom gave me um like jessica walter vibes like arrested development you know of course she's hamped up but i love jessica walter yes too. for sure you know, yeah. she for is another one that like she is timeless like i love her and i've also and just this is a little like derailing but um i've been watching cougar town at mm. night um hence the reason why i have some wine with <laughs> me, me that, that <laughs> sounded like a, a spinoff to me you were like i've been watching cougar town at night like it's a, a <sighs> show now give us well, your product placement for the wine. I know, right? <laughs> but that uh, you would probably like Cougar Town because it is uh, like uh, has a lot of the same writers and directors uh, of Scrubs. Okay, um, and a lot of the same actors are in it as well. Does that have um, Courtney oh, Cox? Yeah, Courtney Cox. But the never mind. I, it, was, it would take me too long to figure out who I'm even talking about. All right, um, <laughs> we did get another response to our question from previous guest in front of the show, David Steves. 
says i'd do it for exposure it's priceless <laughs> so, well he's on tiktok so we already knew that that's right there's a camera around him no. all the time yeah <laughs> but his he only he has a he has a specific uh um people that like him and yes. it's usually gay guys and you know gay, gay men and single moms love yeah <laughs> he's an army vet and a single dad i mean he checks off a lot of boxes yep. for people you've, you've oh yeah find a, find a lane and stay in it there you go that's right and he he just hiked like a really long way and so like when you look at him you don't think that he has it in him but i did run camp with him and he kicked my ass oh, so he's, he's a beast yeah totally beast. all right uh are we done with ages yes all right let's move on to our next game that also has a theme song provided by one of our guests here we go all right this game is called what's that sound <laughs> this is where i take a sound from the film i play it for you and you tell me what's happening on screen during this sound there are two of them this time around we have two different sounds and we are going to play this one first. So get your ear holes ready for this nonsense. I'm going to try to adjust volume accordingly. And here, hold we on, go. Joe, you get the first crack, by the okay, way. Sure, sure. I don't know what these are either. Yeah, Mandy doesn't know. You don't know. And if you guys can't get them, it'll go to the audience to pick. Gotta so we'll love see. it. All right, here we go. Ooh. That's when the light fell from the ceiling at the start of the movie. When it sure he, is. It just abruptly fell into the road. That's the yep. That's the ticket. Nice job. Nice job. Yeah. Well done. One for one so far, and now we get to move on. I feel like this one's probably a, a a pretty easy get too. But here we go. Some of them are tough, man. This one. Mm -hmm. It took me a second to pull clips that were like even clippable from this. Cause yeah, I when I watched this, I tried really hard to listen, and I was like, mm, which one? Matt's not yeah. going to be able to pull anything. Yeah. yeah. So here we go. All right, what do we got? What's happening on screen? I'll let you go, Mandy. You can do this one first. I'll take, <laughs> I'll take second. No, it's okay. You go. We always let okay. the guests go first. Then it was him when he's on the beach with the rain just hitting him individually before the rain came down. You That's are it. such a gentleman that you would uh, try to let me have one. You're so adorable. Nice. Hey, nice. trying to be friendly. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, All right. good job. Is it? Are those the only two? Those were the two. You got them. Two for two. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Those would be hard to pull off. I can understand that too because it's all, like almost all dialogue in the movie. Yep. So, yep. It's very much. Uh, what's that? What's it called when it, it's just a bottle episode? Right? Is that when it, everyone mm. just stays in the same room? It's basically yeah, same, yeah, same environment, same room, and it's, yeah. That's the other thing too. Is this cast was super small. Yep. So and the, a yeah. lot of a lot of the movie was covered by music too. A lot of um, there was a lot of weird like classical music. Anything that he listened to in the car stuff like that yeah yeah um, uh so it was tough to pull clips that weren't covered or buried by the the background music too one thing i did want to mention too is peter kraus who played lawrence at his work um that introduces him to vivian and tells him hey you better meet your quota he's from this is us and six feet under so he's a pretty big oh, okay. star out there too yeah he and got his, got his start on the truman show look at that big build <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next game. And that one has a theme song as well. Uh, hopefully the theme song will explain to you what we're about to ask of you. And it goes like this. First, Matt plays a backwards clip 
then he plays some forward clips then he gets to pick your brain to see which two clips are the same backwards forwards backwards forwards let's play let's play backwards forwards all right. It was uh, that was provided by a listener of ours, uh, Stacy. So thank you so much for that. Yes, Stacey. and the last one was provided by Jared Hibbs. Thanks, yes. Jared. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, that was he the, did the the what's that sound? Yeah, yeah. The voice uh, of an angel. <laughs> all right. So this game, uh, what what you're going to hear first is a sound clip from the film, but it's been reversed. Okay. I don't okay. know if you ever did this when you were a kid, when you had like an old Dell computer, you'd record your voice, flip it, and then try to talk. Try to make it sound like it did when you say it would uh, say it backwards. Gotcha. I did that all the time. That was a thing I did, and it made me think of this game. Uh, so now here we go. So what you're going to hear first is the backward phrase a couple of times in a row. I'll play it for you a couple of times back to back. Then we'll shut things down, give you time to reset, and then we'll do the rest of the clip. Here we go. Okay. Um, where is it at? There it is. All right. So that's the clip, but I'll play it a bunch of times in a row for you. Okay. All right, that's the backward phrase. Now I'm going to play all of them in a row, and you tell me whether it's one, two, three, or four. Here we go. Is it? Sat in the John. That's not wishful thinking. More out of yourself. We were right together. Oh, shit. This is a hard one. Oh, yeah. I thought I had it, and then I now I don't feel like I Right? <laughs> I'll play it again. Ooh, okay, yeah. Let me take a little juice off of this one. Normally I want to crank it up, but I think that's maybe giving us a little too much for it. So let's try it here. Sat in the John. That's not wishful thinking. More out of yourself. We were right together. It was all during the same speech, so that same music is kind of yeah, rolling in the background. Yeah. Oh my god, this and is so hard. of course, I do need to make sure that I mention the disclaimer. This is a very stupid game. This makes I no love sense. This. No, makes, I love it. <laughs> the game makes no sense, and I'm uh, always embarrassed by doing the game, but it's <laughs> it's fun, you know? No, I absolutely love this. This is right in my wheelhouse. I like nice. I like weird games. <laughs> can I ask? Can I ask? Do we have time to play it one more time? Absolutely, we do. I okay. also want to hit too. We have another response on the Facebook page. It says, uh, "Lindsay, uh, not my Lindsay, a different Lindsay." Said, uh, "My wife's name is Lindsay. This is not her." Uh, I <laughs> I agree with Brian. I think a cool million would convince me, and I'm not that interesting. So apparently, people think. Since they're not interesting, no one will be watching, so it doesn't matter what they do on camera, I guess. But all right, here we go. One more time. Backwards, forwards. Here it is. Sat in the John. That's not wishful thinking. More out of yourself. We were right together. All right. Mm. Do you have it narrowed down at all? Do you think it's like a possibility of a couple of them? I think I'm going to shoot with what I think it is. Okay. Go ahead. I, I, I'm not that confident, but I think it was the we're right together. Okay. So that would be, I think, number four, I think right? four, That's, the yeah, last okay. one. Mandy? That's I'm going to say, I'm going to say number two, but I don't think it's right. <laughs> All right. You want me to play it one more time or you want me to just tell you? No, you can just tell us. Just tell, tell us. us. Right. Yeah. It was, in fact, number four. Very good job. Yay! Good job! I'm so I almost, happy. <laughs> I almost pulled, because in that phrase, he goes, we're right together and we're wrong together. And I almost uh, pulled both of those as possibilities. I'm like, those are too close. That'll be crazy. Yeah. Okay, all, all I heard, hard. I, I mean, in my head, I'm hearing something Vegas and Root. Vegas <laughs> and Root. And so I'm like, when you played it, I'm like, 
Yes. Okay. So we're going to have a, like a T like a, starting. A definite V sound, a definite T sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then he's like, we're right together. And I'm like, no, there's no root. There's no tour. Like uh, what the hell? Anyway, I, wish, I only wish that that had been that he was speaking just a little slower during that, because those are always mm-hmm. the better clips to get flipped around is when yeah. someone's speaking slow. But well, I, I lucked out because I didn't even listen for words. I was listening for the, the beat of his voice and oh. trying to do it backwards again. Like, Boop, bah, bah, boop, bah. But it, it worked for you. Well like, done. I don't even know how. It, yeah, very lucky. <laughs> but the thing about this movie is everything is very fast. The the speaking is. is fast. Like the movement is quick. It, you it know, was like a quick watch too. This movie, when I watched it with the commercials and everything, it was nearly two hours long. I don't mm-hmm. know how, how long just the actual movie is, but mm-hmm. um, but it was a quick watch. It seemed like it flowed nicely. It does have a very abrupt ending, but I don't know what else it would have been like. If I were yeah. to rewrite this movie and try to fix the ending, I don't think I would have done any better of a job. So no. Well, if they would have put, if they would have done anything with showing him outside the door, they're going to have to reconnect him with old girl. They're going to have to do the whole story. Yep. But yep. just her throwing on her jacket and him going out the door is enough for us to put it together. For sure. I, I like the ending being so abrupt. You know. Yeah. They the what guy. they should have done is a spit. They should have done a sequel and they should have made the new thing, The Hunger Games. Yeah. So then they could have turned the dome into the Hunger Games, but all of the extras and everyone that took part in the show, it's like the Running Man. Like they have to take part in it because they are such fuckers that they. You know what I loved is how this is kind of like the um, the cynical part of the show that I really liked. That was very fast. Is the very end is just the two security guards, and then they're like, "Oh, what else is on? You want another piece of pizza?" Like. They're all happy for him and they're all invested. But the minute that this real person is done, they're like, nah, what else is on TV? But you know that that's not how people feel because you know what it feels like when you watch a show and you know you're getting close to the very last episode, especially now because the the world that we live in where you have Netflix and Hulu and all that stuff. And you're like, okay, like this better be like the best ending show ever. And then do you guys have a show that you remember watching, like faithfully watching that just didn't resolve? It never had an ending. Like it got canceled before it got to the end. Yes. Oh, man. I am currently watching Last Man on Earth right now. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm rewatching it, oh, dude. And I'm rewatching it knowing that it doesn't have an ending. And uh. it's pissing me off the closer <laughs> I get to the end. Yes. They never resolve anything. And I'm so pissed. Yeah. About it. That one would be hard. I'm trying to think. If, I don't know if I have one that um, uh. is kind of <laughs> ended, but I do have ones that I've been really upset and mad at ending. Like, yes. Lost was one for me yeah. where. That was when the internet was coming in and people were giving spoilers early. I didn't want to hear them. I kept like effort of not being online to see anything. And I was just so upset at how the whole thing fell and ended. So my nerd is about to come out. It's like they took darts and just threw it at different possibilities. Yeah. Oh god, it was, so, <laughs> like, it was like, what even happened with polar bears? What yeah, did we right. even do with those? Where's the fucking smoke monster? Yeah. yeah god damn. Um for me it was Chuck. The end of Chuck was horrible. And that mo- that show was amazing. And also, um, and shout out to Stu because Firefly, Firefly yeah. oh, just yeah. ended and you didn't get to see like what 
like yeah. the progression Absolutely. of the show. And, and the thing is, is I watched Firefly way after it was canceled and I was like, Oh, this is so sad. And I watched the movie and yeah. all that. Mm-hmm. Serenity well, another, is the another, movie. Yeah. Another one like that is there's a, a show called Jericho with Skeet Ulrich. Yes. Uh huh. I watched Jericho. And that had such a backlash from viewers that didn't get the ending that they actually tried to resolve it. They ended up doing like a, a three episode arc at the end to just be like, what can we do to button this up? And they, they tried. Are you guys happy? Yeah, they are tried happy? their best, but it was still absolute shit. But yeah. Um, all right. So we are just about to the end of things. Uh, Joe, we always ask everybody at the end, is there anything that you wanted to talk about, about the movie that we did not happen to mention? Um, no, not really. I kind of got the one I wanted to mention was just the Stanford prison experiment. Thing, yeah. That was, that was ringing in my head when that was occurring just because, uh, I always thought of the movie when I first watched it from the perspective of Truman and yep. being him. And this one, I actually watched it more with the perspective of being Christoph. Yeah. Okay. And what he, what, what his whole thing was about. So that was just a, uh, kind of like a rewatch in a way nice. where you're watching it from a whole, a totally different idea, but you think about it, the movie a different way. Yeah. Right. Uh, one, one thing I wanted to point out for if people are going to go watch it now is if you look when it shows Truman, it uh, obviously this is something people notice, but it has a circle like around the, the, like as if it's a camera, but then when it shows other people for the most part, unless it's like a, you know, an advertisement or whatever, the circle's gone. So, and, and circles are like constant throughout the movie. And um, when he's, and this is one thing I recognize when he's mowing the lawn and he's, he mows over this like circle thing. That is where he escapes. Oh, okay. Under in the basement, like he's ah. mowing, and then all of a sudden he goes to sleep, and then he has dug through the ceiling, and there is like a an opening where he can get yeah. out. So yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so we are running short on time, but mm-hmm. let's. Uh, so we always ask every guest to uh, that kind of buttons things up. Lets us know what your thoughts were about the movie. Would you watch this movie again? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. I, I think it was ahead of its time in, a, in it making a an assumption about where TV was going mm-hmm. and what people are going to do with it. And it's always interesting to see that timestamp moment where they don't know quite what's happening. Right. They're going to try to make sense of it. And yeah, it was like yeah. their flying cars moment. Like everyone now exactly is going like, it's right. 2021. Where's our flying cars? But yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. So I really, yeah, I like the movie a lot. I'd watch yes. it again. All right. Mandy, would you watch this again? Yes. And I'll skip my turn. Matt, when was the last time you saw this movie? We didn't oh. ask you. Oh, uh, mm. I think we did. Yeah, within like the last five years, we did because I said it. Was, oh, okay, uh, I streamed it. And I, oh, that's I'd, right. I'd watch this again for sure. This okay, is not, there's more things to be seen in this movie if you watch it with a more critical eye. I think there's yes different things to think about and different things that it will provoke. So I, mm-hmm. I, I think it's worth the watch again. All right, and that brings us to the uh, end with the plugs. Joe, do you have any plugs? Anything you want to point people toward? Yeah, um, I'm actually going to be doing some stand up comedy this weekend. Uh, this. <clears throat> Excuse me. This Friday, I'm going to be at the Backyard Comedy Show, which is hosted by uh, Joanna Madrana and in, uh, in Hamtramck. It's going to be Trixie's Bar. And I'm also going to be at Comedy on Ida, which is a broad show hosted by Carl Sobel. All right. And perfect. really excited yeah, yeah. about those two if people can come out. So. Yeah, yeah. And both of those people have been guests on the show before. So. Yeah. Wonderful. Humans. Everyone should be familiar with all of those folks. But all right, man. Thank you so much. Uh, we don't know how to end this thing. Um, we have, uh, we, we, normally we would just ramble on until the thing cuts out, but what we've decided to do in lieu of that is play just a clip from the movie to get us to, to run things out. So the clip this time around is going to sound like this. There it is. There it is. There's the dinner beetle. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
decides that that's that he proved it and now he just doesn't know what to do he's like i've proven my point and then now what because that yeah just, he locks the door and gets psycho on her ass like, that's oh, what he does the world is broken once you've once you've determined that that's happening yeah. but all right <laughs> i love it so uh thank you guys so much uh you can email thank the podcast you. at uh, another episode podcast at gmail.com to tell us what we did right what we did wrong go uh find us on instagram you'll get to see a poster uh i'm gonna try to find a truman show poster with his face on it so i can replace it with your face joe it'll be the greatest oh, of all time can't so, wait yes. hopefully if he's kicked back and smiling <laughs> yep yep <laughs> thank right, you guys. guys have a good night guys thank you so much and thanks uh, so listen to more episodes bye <laughs> bye